going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Jack Sanborn being recognized as one of the best rookies of last week. We're also going to talk about Cole Komet and how he credits his uh, recent explosion as far as this improvement in play um, to, to the team and his execution overall. And then we're also going to talk about some of the key things to look out for as this offense prepares to face the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So, good morning, uh, football. Uh, Acknowledge Jack Sanborn is one of the fabulous five rookies of Week 10. He actually came in at number four um, in that. And Matt Eberflus has talked about this. When it comes to Jack Sanborn, uh, he says this, if you go all the way back to preseason, we saw the kind of player he was. He's a very instinctual. instinctual. He makes a lot of plays on the ball, always ready uh, his keys. He's always on it in that way. So, we're pleased with where he's going. And Jack Sanborn, uh, you know, he's just a Chicago Bears player. When you look at it, is he is he the fastest? No. I think he has more quickness than sometimes we give him credit for, but he's not the fastest player out there. But I do look, you know, some some Bears fans, and it's 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 always interesting, right? Because you have the people that overreact. You got some Bears fans that are like, this guy's the next coming, the next great Bears linebacker. And you have some fans that just really don't believe in the potential of Jack Sanborn because of his speed, because of some other things. And then you have, Kind of us here at Chicago Bears Central, me, C-Dub, Bobby, we've always been very high on Jack Sanborn, realizing what he could be, the fact that he always finds himself around the ball, and it's not always about the measurables. A lot of people talk about Jack Sanborn and his 40 speed and things like this, but at the end of the day, when he's out there on the field, he makes plays happen. Are there going to be times where he gets burned, where he can't catch up? Yeah, he's not a perfect player by any stretch of the imagination, but the instincts are there, right? And I think sometimes the instincts... Um, the football IQ that it's hard to really gauge how that thing is going, how that those things are going to help a player really exceed at the NFL level. But we'll see. We're, we're going to get to have an extended look of Jack Sanborn for the rest of the season since the Roquan Smith trade. And I, for one, and like his first game left left a lot on the table. Right, the second game he was all over the field for the Bears. It like that interception that that got called back could have been something that sealed the game. Jack Sanborn is just as it seems right now, a playmaker. And whether that means he's going to be a starter for the Bears long-term, whether that means they keep him around, they use him in some specialty lineups after they improve the team, whatever happens. But I am, for one, glad that Jack Sanborn is on this team and he's now getting the opportunity to really show what he can do and develop with this team in the starting lineup. So we'll see. We already knew that we always knew this season coming in was about evaluation. And one of those things that we're going to evaluate is all the young talent on this team. Jack Sanborn as an undrafted rookie coming in, doing what he's been doing so far. It, it like a lot needs to be said to that. And I, for one, don't overlook the impact of Jack Sanborn. And if he does end up being something that a player that this front office looks at and says, no, He's going to be our starter at the start of next season. That just bodes even better for what this team can do and the flexibility this team has to do with the draft picks, cap space, things like that. I, for one, am always going to root for Jack Sanborn, and I'm glad that he was acknowledged. Again, as we always say here, the national media, that stage, it kind of is what it is. But it's good when you see your players acknowledged, and it, and it coincides with what we see on the football field. And Jack Sanborn is a player, a game maker, and he made plays last week for the Chicago Bears, and we hope he continues to do it going forward to the end of the season. Now, on top of that, uh, Cole Komet, he's recently was interviewed. Uh, Cole Komet, over the last three games of this season so far, he has five touchdowns, uh, two of those coming in just the last game. 
at, there's only uh, he's he's the second highest tight end with with uh, touchdowns only behind Baltimore's Mark Andrews. Um, and so like that's crazy. That it's 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 wild. So like Cole Komet and the way that he's been used lately, and, and just the improvement that we're seeing from him there. We knew that Cole Komet could be a ball player. We knew that he was poised to have a big season. We knew the white rhino, what he could be. And the fact that he's now being utilized more in that pass game, rightfully so, is, again, it, it's good for the Chicago Bears. It's good to have Cole Komet be a valid weapon out there and to use him in red zone situations. It really does coincide. When you look at it like the Bears scoring more points, it's coincided with Cole Komet being a bigger part of of this offense overall and the chemistry that him and Justin Fields has built is going to be something that can continually be built on and hopefully should be built on for the foreseeable future. I really do love Cole Komet. Um, again, I know some people are, are even have doubts on him, but Cole Komet is a baller. He's a playmaker and he's going to be a big weapon for Justin Fields, I think, for years to come. And it's good to see him talk about the opportunity. And he says this, I'm the one on the receiving end and, it, and it's happened in the last in the past three weeks. Being able to have a guy like Justin, like you don't know, run or pass, that's a big deal for me. All the blocking I do in line and being able to release off and that and do some things kind of off the runs we have, you know, have really helped me out a lot too. And then you have you then you just get good matchups against guys. You know, I'm six six going up against a a, uh, a defensive back that's usually going to turn out pretty well. I think. Kokomet understanding his role, understanding what he could be, understanding how to take advantage of his mis mismatches is going to be huge for the Chicago Bears and his development. Again, Kokomet, another player that I'm happy to have on this team and to develop on this team. Now, one of the biggest things that came out yesterday when we dropped an emergency episode was running back Khalil Herbert being added to the injury reserve, meaning he's going to be out for the next four weeks at least. He's eligible to return week 16, so it's only going to be two games left basically when he does come back. Um, so, you know, with that being said, that means that what does it mean for Treston Ebner? What does it mean for the run, for the running game as a whole anyway? Are they still going to continue doing some of the of the uh, splitting downs or splitting uh, possessions? Are they going to use Treston Ebner? Probably not as much as Khalil Herbert, but is Treston Ebner going to have that opportunity now to come in and maybe fill the shoes of Khalil Herbert as best that he can? Um, because, hey, listen, this system is built for two running backs as it is right now. Now, David Montgomery can do great, right? Let's be clear here. David Montgomery can do really good for the Chicago Bears team. But when it was David Montgomery who missed games, uh, they still uh, used Tristan Ebner a little bit. The split was about only 80-20. It's gone to 60-40 with, with uh, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery both being out there. But you're still probably going to see a bit of a split at that time. Um, Tristan Ebner, the things that really hurt him when he when he's not out there is he's not the best in pass protection um and we'll see with that but when you look at what Tristan Ebner can do receiving out the backfield things like that there are things to say that Tristan Ebner can come in and we can still keep our two back kind of scheme going on well really three backs when you use when you look at the way that Justin Fields is also used in the run game but that's a big question and it's going to be a big thing that we look out for in this next game against the Atlanta Falcons is how is Tristan Ebner now used? How much confidence do they have in him as a running back? You know, they use him some in preseason. We've seen what he could be. I do think Tristan Ebner is going to get some opportunities. I don't think it's going to be as much as what Khalil Herbert was getting naturally. He's not at first. But it's going to be something to look out for as we continue to watch out and see how this Bears offense keeps up this dynamic running game, missing Khalil Herbert, who is our leading rusher as far as running back. So we're going to be able to take a, take a look at that. But talking about taking advantage of some things against the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons, one of the things that I'm looking for is how do we take advantage of their secondary? 
The Falcons are not the best secondary in the league. And especially with, with A.J. Terrell being out, he's been out since week seven. Um, their pass defense has gone from one of the best to one of the worst in the NFL. So, you know, it's going to, it's, if we can take advantage of that, of that secondary and, and then missing a player like this, it can, it, again, we can see another dynamic game from the Chicago Bears offense. The, the Falcons right now are allowing the most passing yards in, this, in the NFL this season at 280 per game. Um, and quarterbacks are averaging uh, the second-best completion rate at 68.6% against the Atlanta Falcons defense. That's a huge completion rate. When you look at us possibly taking the top off, using Chase Claypool a little bit more, I want to see Nikhil Harry out there too, but this passing game could have a big night against the Atlanta Falcons defense. Another thing that this offense can do, or that we hope that they're going to do, is, is keep Justin Fields upright. We gave up some sacks in that last game after looking like we were defending it pretty well at first. We have to keep Justin Fields upright in this game. He hasn't had a zero sack game since week one, has Justin Fields. Let's let's see if we can do that. Let's let's see if we can keep the sacks low in this game against the Atlanta Falcons. If we can do that and take advantage of that of that weak secondary, this team can have a very a very big offensive night against the Atlanta Falcons. And then lastly, the fourth quarters. The fourth quarters have been one of the biggest mishaps for the Chicago Bears over the course of this season. When throwing the ball in the fourth quarter, Justin Field averages 4.8 yards per attempt and a passer rating of 64.6, which is worse than the NFL. He has thrown uh, uh, three of his seven total interceptions in the fourth quarter. We have to see the Chicago Bears play a complete game. We have to see them play a complete fourth quarter. And if they can do that, the Bears can win against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this is going to be something we continue to watch. I'll bring up defensive keys on tomorrow's episode. But down below, let me know what you guys think are some of the keys for the Chicago Bears offense against the Atlanta Falcons defense coming up this week. Who do you think is going to be some weapons? What do you think about Jack Sanborn and Cole Komet? What do you think Tristan Ebner is going to be used like in this running game? Let me know all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform that we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentral at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail to sound off on any topic, in this up in on this uh, episode or any others, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.